Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? 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 Love, it's a whole new season. Crowd getting pumped, yelling from the bleachers. Tomahawk chop, blessing from the speakers. Chill it is ready, lacing up them sneakers. 16 games, 16 ways. Kansas City Chiefs gotta rep that name. Push to the end, gotta win each game. Blood, sweat, and tears in the snow and the rain. Never give up, gotta push through the pain. Chargers, Rams, Raiders, Broncos. Grab your peanuts, grab your nachos. If it's raining, pack a poncho. Lip in the sky, soaring high. Kansas City Chiefs, now we're on the rise. Super Bowl ready, it's the perfect time. You can see the passion looking in their eyes. Sold out game, sacrifice. When he bit the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now on Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Sold out game, sacrifice. When he bit the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now on Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Kansas City, are you an arrowhead chief? Stop and do the nay nay, now we chop it to the beat. Tailgate, every Sunday, yeah, we bleed that red and gold. Kansas City Chiefs, it's time to take control. Kansas What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Chris Style, and you are tuned in to Arrowhead Chief Podcast. Glad to be back. I know I've been gone for a week. You know, figured the Chiefs was on a bye week, so excuse me. I took a little bit of bye week myself, but I am back, and we are officially in Raiders week. But before I get into that, I'm going to do, you know, I didn't recap the last game. Talk about that. Also, I want to talk about the Chiefs when they play at home versus when they play on the road. Um, and then we get into Raiders week. Uh, I'm going to be real brief with this recap with the Carolina Panthers game. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't. I was a little surprised. But then as the t- as the week went by and I really got to, you know, thinking about this game, I, I wasn't surprised because... The one thing about the Chiefs that I noticed is that we, the Chiefs will play up to a, a playoff contender or Super Bowl contender type team. But then, and now even like, okay, so like the game like the Jets, it was a little rocky in the beginning, but then all, but then finally, you know, they did what they were supposed to do. They mollywopped the Jets. And they beat them like they were supposed to beat them. Um, But teams like the Carolina Panthers, those middle-of-the-pack teams that, you know, they have offensive tools, they have a few defensive tools, you know, and they have good coaching, you know, I noticed that the Chiefs have problems with those type of teams. And, you know, as I think back about it, you know, I wasn't surprised, especially with, you know, Carolina having – their best weapon, Christian McCaffrey, back. I wasn't surprised to see him, see them move the ball down the field like they were able to. Now, if you listen to this podcast, you know my issues with this team. It's always the linebacker crew, you know, and it starts with Anthony Hitchens, Ben Neiman, 
you know, Damian Wilson is solid. And, you know, for whatever reason, Willie Gay Jr., every time I see Willie Gay Jr., he's jumping off the screen. He's making plays. Even if the play doesn't count because it's a penalty or something, he's still in the middle of the, of, of the, of the fray making plays, you know. Whether it's, you know, against the run, against the pass, he's making a play. And for whatever reason, Spags just feels like this kid is not ready to have a heavy workload. Like, I thought it was alarming that Willie Gay didn't have uh, uh, a lot of snaps against the Jets. Like, that team is not a good, you know, especially against a terrible team like that. Uh, who could possibly go zero and sixteen, and you and Willie Gay can only get nine snaps, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but you know my problem with these linebackers; it just seems like they're scared to hit. Anthony Hitchens sometimes he just seems like my problem with Anthony Hitchens is like he he doesn't read his read and reaction is terrible. Like he'll see a running back coming. And it's like he, he gets stuck. He hesitates. And then he puts a hit on him. But it's after the, the running back ran for five to six yards. And then there's a lot of times when he's getting dragged down the field. He's getting, you know, it's just not good. Same thing with Ben Neiman. I remember uh, the Carolina game. It was third and 14. And Teddy Bridgewater, he, you know, there was nobody down the field. It was good coverage. So, of course, what, what does Bridgewater do? He's a scrambler. He he ran up the middle. All Ben Neiman had to do was step up and hit him. He watched him run down the field, and then he hit him once Bridgewater like went in the air to kind of jump over him. That's when he hit him, and it was a lackluster hit. And it's just like things like that can't happen. You know, it was just... It was a, you know, the the defensive struggles was bad regardless, but I just didn't like, our linebackers are like, I just can't stand the mediocrity I see from our linebackers. And hopefully after this bye week, you know, especially coming into this game with the Raiders, hopefully they step their game up. But I just, and, and then one thing I hate about this team is that when we play at home, I don't know what it is about this, you know, this, I mean, both sides of the football, but mainly the defense. Um, it was a kind of a tale of two, ta- you know, two tails in that game. Like, in the first half, the defense wasn't playing too good. Then the third quarter comes, and they buckle down, and they actually played really well. And then once Pat and them, you know, finally the offense started rolling, you know, we got ahead, it was like the defense just kind of like, got lax and then next thing you know it we're going down to the wire and if it wasn't you know for a few plays here and there we might have lost that game so I just one thing I want to see from this team is a little bit more urgency when they play in Arrowhead especially with no fans I mean it's a little bit of fans you know we're one of the teams that have fans in the stands but still we gotta have they got to have more urgency when they're playing at home and on the road. So that's one thing, you know, I wanted to harp on with the last game. At the end of the day, we got the, we got the win. Went into the bye week with the win. Um, before I get into the Raiders game, there are some new, you know, things that I want to talk about. Uh, if you haven't seen 
there have been some COVID tests. Miko Harmon, he's on the COVID list. I don't know if he plays this week. Same thing with a few offensive line. Fisher, uh, Mike, uh, uh, Mitchell Shorts, and uh, uh, Rankins, Martinez Rankins. Um, all three of those guys were on the COVID list. Now, I think the three offensive linemen were just next to somebody, you know, were contact with people. But from what I'm knowing, Miko Harbin actually has COVID. And um, hopefully that brother gets well, you know, in all parties. You know, same thing with uh, the athletic director, Rick uh, Buckholder. Um, hopefully he's getting, you know, he's all right. Um, you know, this COVID thing is kind of, you know, it's been it's been crazy this season. You know, every week you see a new either player or you know, coach or, you know, somebody on the team getting, you know, COVID and it's affected us in some ways, it's affected other teams worse maybe than us. But, you know, the whole league has been affected by this COVID-19 thing. And it's, you know, it's a miracle that this season is still coming along the way it is. But, you know, as far as our offensive line goes, because I believe, you know, with the rating, like I said, I'll get more into it, but, that was one of the struggles with the last time we played the Raiders was our offensive line. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, if, you know, shorts play. I know it also, you know, um, today in the press conference, Andy Reid reported that uh, shorts, you know, was out with the back injury too. So we're going to see if he plays at all, even with his back injury. But it'll be interesting to see if Fish, uh, Fish plays. And I think Rankins, you know, I don't know if he's – if he was going to be inside into the starting lineup, but you know, we'll see how he, it goes with him too. And also with Miko Harmon, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, especially with Sammy coming back this week, I wouldn't be surprised if Miko doesn't play this week. Um, but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, another thing, there's been some breaking news. Uh, now, if you're not, uh, you know, a lot of people who don't watch college football or, you know, who don't really follow other players outside the Kansas City Chiefs, um, if you haven't heard any of the news or you're not up on other team situations, um, there was a player named DeAndre Baker. Um, him and uh, another player who actually plays for the Seattle Seahawks, Quentin Dunbar, they both were caught up on a robbery charge and um some I forgot the reason why Quentin Dunbar got off but long story short DeAndre Baker was going to serve some time for a uh, uh, a robbery assault well some well reports have recently came out that the lawyers that were you know I guess against them the defense uh the prosecution lawyers were um were extorting DeAndre Baker and other people that were in or who were, you know, in on the case. And it, the long story short, the case ended up getting dismissed. And DeAndre Baker has doesn't have to serve any time. So he gets to, you know, come back to the NFL. And the Giants, uh, you know, once the report came out about the robbery charge, of course, you know, like any team would do, you know, I'm not blaming the Giants for this, anything, if it happened to the Chiefs and somebody on the team did that, I'm pretty for sure they would have released him too, but he ends up getting released, so now he's a free agent, and reports are out there that 
he's going to join our practice squad. Now, if you don't know about DeAndre Baker, when DeAndre Baker was, a, you know, he's a cornerback. He played for Georgia. He was a, a Jim Thorpe Award winner, which is the top defensive back in college football. And plus, he played in the SEC, and we all know that everybody believes the SEC is like, like, dang there, amateur NFL football because it's a lot of, you know, NFL talent that comes from the SEC. But he was a, like I say, he was a Jim Thorpe winner. He gets, you know, the Giants moved back into the first round, you know, to pick him. Um, and he was highly touted coming out of college. Now, his time with the Giants, you know, it was a little up and down. But I just believe, you know, sometimes you, you as good as you are as a talent, you're only as good as the team around you, the coaching around you. And I just believe that the team that he was on, that Giants team, was just a bad team. Um, so reports are out that he's going to be signing to our practice squad. Um, I think that, you know, if DeAndre Baker shows something in practice, you know, they're going to activate him and put him on the roster. And if he just shows that he's a beast, you never know. He might get some time. And if he shows that he has, you know, that first-round pick, because he was a first-round pick, if he shows that first-round pick type of talent, you know, he could. we could have, you know, some good corners with him, LeJarrius Sneed. Um, it'll be interesting to see what this means for Severius Ward. Um, I don't believe uh, uh, Breshard Breeland is going to be on the team next year. I think he, uh, I think he's, because he's only signed a one-year deal. I just think they wanted a veteran presence, and you know, I think he wanted to try to run, run it back with another chip. But I think he's gone next year. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in another jersey. Um, so I think we go out there with a young tandem. The uh, one kid that we got, uh, B. Pope Keys. I think he was a red shirt guy, because I. I I've heard that they were really high on him as far as his talent, but I think it was a red shirt year. And then next year, I, th I think he was going to, you know, be a guy that they was going to, you know, see what they have in him. Uh, Fenton, I like Rashad Fenton. He's a gamer. Is he the best corner in the league? No, but he's a good game. He's a gamer in that slot. Good nickel corner. Um, loves to hit, loves contact physical guy and I like Rashad Fenton. So I think with the with the added mix of DeAndre Baker, Jerry Sneed, you know, see what happens with Shaveris Ward and Rashad Fenton and B Pope Keys, I think we have a, a a bright future with our cornerback situation. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, maybe if, you know, Veach if one falls in our lap next year, he'll add one more corner to the mix just to build competition. So it's, you know, is a uh, low risk, high reward type thing. You know, Brett Veach, you know, he's excellent at getting these guys, type of guys, finding these gems, you know, guys falling into our laps. And, you know, Brett Veach is just one of the top GM executives. And I believe if, you know, the Chiefs win a few more Super Bowls under the tutelage of uh, Brett Veach, I think, you know, he'll automatically, he will solidify himself as a Hall of Fame GM if we win a couple more Super Bowls. So that there's that report. Um so let's get into it, man. Raiders week. We're here. Sunday night football's probably the game of the week. Um 
let's talk about it. So there was reports out there um, that the Raiders. Now I knew there was reports that you know Derek Carr and Jacobs and them ran a lap around the field, but now there's a report and it's been on all you know TV, you know media uh, shows from uh, Get Up and uh, um, Undisputed, um, First Things First. You know, just to name a few syndicated, you know, shows that are out there. Um, but they, uh, is a report that after they beat us week five, they took the tour bus or the bus that they ride to the stadium, to Arrowhead, and they rode the bus around Arrowhead. They did a, they did a lap, a victory lap. Now. You know, we've seen the report. We saw what Andy Reid said about it. You know, Andy was, you know, he didn't too much care for it. You know, he um, pretty much said, you know, they won the game so they could do whatever they want. That's not how we do things. Um, so you could tell that he particularly didn't care for it. Um, they tried to bait Travis Kelsey because he was on all social, you know, he was on all publicated, publicated media uh, shows yesterday talking about it and they tried to bait him to say something and pretty much he pretty much said uh you know i'm piggybacking off of andy you know coach reed we're not gonna we don't you know we don't do things like that but you know knock yourself out that's what you want to do um even asked pat pat didn't fall for etc cetera, etc cetera. here's my thing about it yes you guys won the game and you know what you you celebrate the way you want to celebrate but i'm gonna let you know this and I don't care what anybody says. You know, players try to discount bulletin board material. I believe bulletin board material is real. You know, to get off, you know, not to get off the subject. Michael Jordan for years used to make up bulletin board material just so he could get his get amped up to play certain people. Even if the player didn't say it. I believe Tom Brady does the same thing. I believe a lot of great players and great teams, even whether it's true or not, find a way to motivate themselves every weekend and week out that they play. And I believe that the Kansas City Chiefs, them being the, the best team in the league, you know, the, the, the biggest question for this season was what? After winning the Super Bowl, what's their motivation? Yes, winning the second one, but not, but, you know, once you win that first one, you can tell it, you don't, you're not as hungry. And it is, it's hard week to week to, become, you know, to get yourself amped up to try to win another one. Um, and then you're getting everybody's best game plan against you because they want on their resume that they beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And the one team that did that was the Las Vegas Raiders, week five. And... You, and once they did it, you saw not only did they beat us, but you got to understand the Raiders haven't beat us in probably like six to seven seasons, give or take here or there. So them beating us, especially with Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback. Let me reiterate that, especially with Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback. So since Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback, the Raiders haven't beat it. So the last, what, three seasons? Or two seasons. Yeah, two seasons. They haven't beat us. And so finally, 
they get a win. Not only do they get a win, they get a win uh, over the Chiefs that's led by Patrick Mahomes. So they take a victory lap around Arrowhead. And let me tell you something. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be super motivated. I think, you know, if the rivalry doesn't, you know, amp you enough, this bulletin board material type material, you don't poke the bear. That's what you don't do. Now, hey, I could be wrong. And the Raiders could come. We could fly in. You know, the Chiefs could fly into Vegas, show up, and the Raiders beat us handily. Or even if the Raiders beat us by a point, a field goal, or whatever, the Raiders are going to be ecstatic because now they're going to be one game back from winning the division. And then we're going to have a different conversation. Are the Raiders Super Bowl contenders? Or the, the Chiefs? You know, are they vulnerable now? You're going to hear every publication. If the Chiefs lose Sunday night, every publication is going to be ready to to pounce on the Kansas City Chiefs. So they got to come with their A game. They can't play around. They cannot play around. Everybody has to be ready, ready to go. And, you know, I'm not too much worried about I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all because one thing about primetime games is Patrick Mahomes usually plays his best game. When the lights are the brightest, that's when he, he comes alive. And his offense, defense, and special teams come alive. That's when Andy Reid does his, some of his best coaching. It's in primetime games. So I'm personally not, you know, worried at all. I believe that we're going to beat the Raiders pretty handily. Vegas believes we're going to beat them by a touchdown. We're minus seven in their house. And they're on a, they won the four out of the last five games. But the Vegas still doesn't believe that they're, you know, equal to us. Because if, if Vegas believed that they was equal, they'd be like minus three. It'd be a, the Chiefs would at least be a minus three. But they got us minus seven. And I don't blame them because I think we are going to beat this team. I think we're going to go in here and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, dist- I think we're going to beat them pretty handily. Um, and I believe, you know, the keys to this game, the things that we got to do differently, we got to get to Derek Carr. We didn't get to Derek Carr last time. No sacks. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Okafor is back, um, Tashar Walton. Um, whoever is on that defensive line, man, they got to bring pressure and bring heat to Derek Carr, and they got to hit him early. If they don't hit him early, he's going to do whatever he wants. He's gonna, it's going to be like last game. The linebackers, they got to hold their ground against Jacobs. Jacob is the key to their offense. If, and, and he didn't really particularly get off. It was more Devin Booker last time, but... Still, Jacobs is their best offensive weapon, and they got to contain him as best as they can. I want to see more Willie Gay Jr. this week. That's what I want to see. You cannot let Jacobs get off. We cannot let Waller get off. Henry Ruggs, we can't get off. Honey Badger has to, you know, he has to get their mindset ready, ready to go and play. I want to see the running game more established this week. Um, I want to see, you know, I want to see us have a balanced, well-oiled machine this Sunday night and and just show that we're the better team, man. 
it, we're in a different class. And you guys are not on our class. Not in our level. So, my prediction score for this game, I think we beat the Raiders 45 to 24. That's my score. 45 to 24. So, that's my time for this week, man. It's good to be back, man. Hopefully, you know, the next week when we when I'm talking to y'all, I'm talking about a victory, victory week. Shout out to my co-host, Mark. He, he wasn't able to make it with me this week. He had some business he got to handle. Hopefully, we can get him back soon. But he's been, you know, he, he's got some family things he's got to take care of. So, shout out to him, though. Also, if you are a follower, a new follower of the Arrowhead Chief Podcast, you can follow us on all syndicated social media, um, Twitter, uh, what else, uh, Instagram, Facebook. We got all we got pages on all of them. Arrowhead Chief Podcast. You can look it up. Um, follow us. Subscribe to our channel. We're on all uh, uh, streaming sites from Spotify, Google, Apple, all of them. We're on all social um, streaming sites. So follow us. Subscribe. Sign up to our mailing list so you can be the first one to get the episode when it drops. And uh, yeah, man, continue to support us, man. And I appreciate y'all. Let's get this W. Go Chiefs. Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? What? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? 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 Love, it's a whole new season. Crowd getting pumped, yelling from the bleachers. Tomahawk chalk, blessing from the speakers. Chill it is ready, lacing up them sneakers. 16 games, 16 ways. Kansas City Chiefs gotta rep that name. Push to the end, gotta win each game. Plus, when tears in the snow, when the rain. Never give up, gotta push through the pain. Chargers, Rams, Raiders, Broncos. Grab your peanuts, grab your nachos. If it's raining, pack a poncho. Lip in the sky, soaring high. Kansas City Chiefs, now we're on the rise. Super Bowl ready, it's the perfect time. You can see the passion looking in their eyes. Sold out game, sacrifice. Money be the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now, Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Sold out game, sacrifice. Money be the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now, Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Kansas City, are you an arrowhead chief? Stop and do the nay nay, now we chop it to the beat. Tailgate, every Sunday, yeah, we bleed that red and gold. Kansas City Chiefs, it's time to take control. Kansas
Come on, come on, come on.